welcome to the 12th episode of the Distance Aries. We've got a bit of a different one today because me and Fraser are actually in the same place. Yeah. <laughs> Fraser is in Mexico, so this is the first time we record in the same place. Excuse any audio difficulties. We, we're not experts on being in the same place, which sounds weird. We should... It should be easier. Yeah, but. it feels like it should be much easier to record if we're in the same place, but actually it's different because we have to come up with the correct way. Audio, yeah, correct audio setup. So yeah, thanks so much for listening. And it's actually going to be a bit of a special episode today with slightly just one theme, which is... Long distance relationships. And we've got a lot of questions about it and we're going to answer them, going to go through them. Anyway, let's start. First things first. Anything interesting you've done this week, Fred? So, as mentioned, I'm obviously in Mexico City, so I flew out halfway through the week on Wednesday evening. Um, prior to that, was just at work, was pretty busy. We had the kind of end of our quarter in terms of sales at work, so uh, there was a lot of, well, everyone was pretty busy, and then after that, uh, we went out together kind of as a team, which was nice by kind of near where we work, near the Thames, so just south of well, the I river. I by the Thames. Yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> it's not that glamorous, but it was nice anyway. What about you? Well, I've been, what I've been up to has been with you, so we can talk about that. We went to a terrace called Cha Cha Cha, and it's by Monumento a la Revolución. If anyone's in Mexico City, it's a lovely terrace. Yeah, the, the drink's really nice. Yeah. Nice, nice selection of beers, nice cocktails, it's, it's good. Yeah. We also went for dinner with my friends at Campo Baja, which is for, it's sort of seafood, and it's really good. We really enjoyed that. That's in La Roma. That's in La Roma, yeah. Yeah. And we've been to a couple of museums today, actually, Sunday, and we are getting to know where the Airbnb is, which is in Escandón. We're getting to know that area, because we hadn't before. Yes. It's, it's nice. Cool. So... And what have you been enjoying this week? Any TV or films or anything? Uh, well, I finished. I finally finished a book that I've been reading for a year and a half, which is really bad. I've sort of read it on and off in between reading other books because it's quite a long book. But it's the second book in the Mistborn series by Brandon Sanderson. It's called The Well of Ascension. And if you like fantasy, they're really, really good books. I, I really enjoy them. And I'm on to the third one now. Hopefully it doesn't take me a year and a half to read. But yeah, I, I love those books. And we've both been watching The Good Place. I'd already watched it. I'm, I'm re-watching it. What about you? What did you watch on the plane? So I actually re-watched Murder on the Orient Express mm. on the, the plane, which is the Hercule Poirot film, Yeah, which is, is very good. It's kind of... It's, it's a little bit silly, but it's actually quite well done if you're into your kind of mystery things. And it's, it, so it's on a train, the Orient Express, and it's all beautifully designed and it looks yeah. fantastic. I so haven't seen that. It's got some quite famous actors in it as well. Does it have so. Johnny Depp in it? Yes, oh. it does. He's in it. But despite that, it's, <laughs> um, it's still very enjoyable. So yeah, definitely recommend that. Apart from that, yeah, I've been watching The, the Good Place as well. And yeah, just generally been trying to focus on enjoying the holiday yeah enjoying mexico and and doing doing a lot of things here rather than watching TV. watching too much on tv we do watch tv we've yes. seen quite a few episodes of good place but <laughs> it's all right she went on to our topic so our topic is long distance today which i mean this is called the distance area so it feels like it should have come earlier but it feels like 
the moment that the show has been building up to <laughs> for the last that, 12 weeks. Yeah, that doesn't mean that this is the end of the show, though. <laughs> but yeah, so we're going to do questions, and these questions are things that get asked to us very often. They're sort of our top questions whenever we say we're in a long-distance relationship. Yeah, and that's both from kind of friends or just generally people that you meet or that we just think are kind of common. Yeah, and things. also when we when we asked about this episode we were doing, these are the questions people sort of thought of. Yes. So how did it start and why did you choose to continue? So the background is that four years ago now, Natalia was on her trip to trip around Europe from yeah. Mexico, sort of visiting various cities. How many cities was it in the end? It was oh, a I lot. can't remember, like 10. Yeah, at least, yeah, 10, at least 10 cities. And the first of those was London. And she basically was with a group of friends, big group of friends, and ran into me and a couple of my friends yeah. in the evening, late at night, near the Houses of Parliament. I'd sort of been out earlier in the evening. And we ran into each other, and that's it. That's how we met. And then I... And we, yeah, we ended up kind of, as my group of friends and Natalia's group of friends ended up going out sort of for a night out mm. and then ended up catching up the next day as well because we all got on and I was, at the time, I'd sort of finished university exams so I had a bit of time to kind of go and hang out with just people that I just that met. you with. met on the street. Yeah, so um, that was nice. We sort of stayed in touch yeah. throughout that summer. And then I, I lived, I stayed in London for another four months or so. And we met up, and that's how it that's how it started. Yes. And why did you choose to continue? I guess we talked about it before I left because we were in a relationship, and I was going to leave. And we talked about sort of every possibility. Maybe two months before I left, and by the time I left, it seemed like the only thing to do was stay together. Really. Yeah, I think that's that's it. Really, it was yeah. pretty. We um, we didn't want to break up, so we yeah, just and we stayed did, together. We did talk about it as well, so yeah. that kind of made the decision once we'd yeah. spoken. At the start, we sort of avoided talking about it a little bit just to enjoy it, but once it was two months before I left, we, we thought the responsible thing to do was start talking about mm. what we were going to do. So, yeah. Cool. So, the next kind of question is how often do you see each other and how do you do it in a broad sense sense of how does it work? So we see each other around three times a year. Last year we were very lucky and we saw each other four times, two each. So yeah, we sort of fly, one of us flies twice and the other one flies once to each other's country. And how we do it is we basically, we save a lot of money and we make this trips a priority, I guess. Like that's our main priority for saving money is seeing each other. Yeah, and it and so we obviously make the most of our time together on mm. those those trips, and we try and pack a lot in. Sort of. Yeah. Sometimes we go somewhere else. We go on a holiday. Yeah, we've done kind of mini holidays. So last summer, when Natalia was in London, we end up going out to France. Yeah. We've been on trips in Mexico to different kind of towns and to the beach as well so that that's sort of something to look forward to and so actually when one of our trips ends we then effectively plan the next, the ne- one. The next trip so we try and either get a flight or get some dates that we want to yeah. book a flight for so that we know kind of oh it's going to be two months three months four mm. months until 
the next trip and roughly what kind of trip it's going to be. So who's going to visit who and yeah, how's and all I think work. by now because we've been doing it for a while, we know so when the trips are going to be. So spring, summer, December. And then sometimes it's been awesome, but we know roughly the dates already as well. Yeah, so it kind of revolves around some previously for me and for for you, Natalia, around um, university holidays. Yeah, exactly. Now it's a bit different because I'm working, yeah. but still for for Natalia, we try to fit things in around holidays. half terms and holidays and stuff. So yeah, so that's how how that works, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> so the next question is, how often do you speak? So we speak every day, don't yeah, we? Yeah, basically we used to try to do two hours exactly per yeah. day of chat. So on Skype or we've tried different things. So like Skype, we tried Zoom conferencing. FaceTime. FaceTime, we tried all the different setups. So we tried to sort of speak for around that long. But now because we're both pretty busy, we don't kind of time... Yeah, we don't hours, we don't count the time. We try to slot exactly. Two so hours. we try to sort of have two hours free in the diary. Yeah, if that in a day, kind of to to chat. Although the weekend it's a bit easier sometimes to to have longer. For example, we 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 take a bit longer on a Sunday when we're recording the podcast yeah, exactly. because we want to chat through what we're going to talk about and actually do the recording. So that takes a bit longer. Yeah, and we chat about our lives as well. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes we also do stuff like watching shows like tv shows yeah. or films so that, that's quite good yeah that's a good idea as well so if, oh today let's just watch film and we choose something and we we watch it at the same time yeah we, we go three two one play and watch <laughs> at the same time and yeah that's that's always nice to do so i can already hear someone asking the next question which is how do you not run out of stuff to talk about if you talk for at least like an hour, one to two hours every day. Yeah, that's the that's probably the question I get asked the most. Yeah, yeah. We don't. We just don't run out of things to talk about. You do a lot with your day when you're not together all day. You do a lot with your day that didn't involve the other person, so you end up having a lot to talk about. Yeah. So you obviously talk about your day. You talk about topics that have been happening. Yeah. Talk about things that like we're doing the podcast. That's why it's yeah, exactly. So. In the podcast, we're often talking about politics or the news or film or TV yeah. or whatever. And those are the things that every day, if we're going on Twitter or whatever on the news ourselves, we, we talk then, about them. yeah, exactly. We then think, oh, I'm going to talk to Fraser, I'm going to talk to Natalia about that later. Yeah. And we then talk about that. So, what you hear in nice. the podcast is like a little snippet of what, what we actually talk about in, in our two hour long. <laughs> talk every day and yeah you and if we do run out of things to talk about we just sit in silence like it's not we're not scared to not have something to talk about yeah and so sometimes if one of us is really busy we might both kind of do some work even while we talk yeah so if natalia's got to finish something or do something i'll just go on social media or i'll be kind of doing whatever my own browsing or work or for, for our clothing brand sometimes we're doing stuff together so yeah. it's nice to it's just nice to have the other person on the other side but having them there exactly it's just two hours of kind of time spent together as yeah. much as as much not necessarily talking, talking through your day every time yeah. for two hours so 
Yeah, I, I suppose do you run, don't you run out of things to talk about? Only in the sense that you run out if you spent a whole day with someone, you wouldn't talk about the day. <laughs> about you wouldn't you wouldn't talk the whole time, right? Yeah, exactly. Someone time physically with someone for for that long. Next question is, what do you do when you argue? And I think this is actually a very important thing in a long distance relationship. Yeah, I think it's definitely something which. Okay, so it's just a kind of step away from the long distance relationships thing. I think it's just generally in relationships something where it makes it definitely makes the difference between people that I've seen stay together and people mm. that I've seen break up. And that is that it is something we try to follow, which is we always try to fix whatever's wrong on the same at the same moment. So like in yeah. the same hour or the same phone call or yeah. whatever, without kind of letting letting things go. And just take the time to go through it, even when it's really annoying because you have other things to do. Yeah, even when you have to go to bed or when you're running late for something, we stay on and we fix it. Because, yeah. And we always know we're going to do that. Even even while you argue with the person. like Even when I'm arguing with you, I'm like, I know we're going to fix this. And like, in an hour, we won't be in this argument. Anymore. Yeah, for sure. And... Yeah, I think that's super important. And the difference with long distance and non-long distance is... Sometimes non-long-distance couples, I see they're like, oh, yeah, we're still arguing, but, uh, like, you know you'll see them that night or the next day, so you'll fix it. In a long-distance relationship, you're not going to meet to fix it, so you sort of need to do it there. Exactly, you know you have to kind of yeah. confront the problem, yeah. so you might as well I don't, get it done. I don't think we've ever stayed in an argument. Yeah, no, that's true. So that's very important, and it... it, it Sort of links to communication, which yeah. everyone says the most important thing in a relationship, especially in a long-distance relationship, yeah, for communication. Sure. So the next question, which is a really big one for us, and I think, again, it's another key tip or key factor for any relationship, but especially long-distance, yeah. is the question of what's what's your plan for the future? Do you have a plan? And Yeah. Et <laughs> oh, my God, I've been asked that so many times as well. We do have a plan, and that is... We probably ask that so many times because people think it's not going to work if you don't have a plan, and they're probably right. Yeah. They're probably right. You're probably not going to stay together if you don't know how you're going to end up because a lot of people just want to settle at the end of the day. I, I don't know. So, yeah, we do have a plan. Our plan is that I am going to move to London with a master's or with a job next year. So that's our plan. And that has been the plan from the beginning of their relationship. Yeah. I also get asked a lot, oh, why doesn't Fraser move to Mexico? Because he's already finished uni. And that is something we talked about very thoroughly, I think. Yeah, so that was <laughs> that was kind of something that we thought about. It's just, I don't know, I feel like as we thought about it, the opportunities just kind of came in for London. me in London. Yeah. Um, although initially after graduating, I did do a business which involved kind of working with well, Mexican clothing, the business that we still kind of have, Mexican clothing, that we still work on quite a lot. Yeah. Um, obviously, I did that full-time when I graduated, so I felt like I had a link and like a reason to go to Mexico and stuff like that anyway. Yeah. And then by the time that I, I stopped doing that full-time, I just already had the next chances to do stuff in London, and then it was also, Natalia was always quite clear about, yeah, I'd like to come and live in, in the UK, so... It didn't really make sense for me to make a big plan to... To move to, out to, to move. Mexico. Um, and I yeah. think that has always been... 
the plan. Like when when I was in London, the reason why I went is because I wanted to see if I would like to live there, and I would. So I w- I would be going with or without Fraser, I guess. Yeah. So it's it makes it easier for us to decide what the plan is. I definitely, I definitely think kind of on that that point, we're pretty fortunate in that yeah, sense. Yeah, exactly. Because there's not because you've always been pretty happy to come to London and to move to London yeah. ultimately in the future. We've not had to sort of <laughs> argue about, oh, well, could you maybe just try it for a bit in, in, in my place? Yeah. Or could we just find somewhere that we can agree on? Or not really had that. We've just yeah. sort of made time for trips for yeah. the first few years. And then we've had kind of always that, that plan and that goal. We've been, been pretty lucky because I know that... A, a lot of people don't get it's, that. It's definitely a big kind of long distance tension point whether you're in a different country or whether you're just in a different kind of town or city yeah it's it's, and it's oh what if I get an opportunity where I am but I'm searching for opportunities I've always been searching for opportunities that will eventually lead me to London so that we have been lucky in that I think and it also the reason why Fraser never came to Mexico is because it wouldn't really make sense for him to start building a career in a country where we don't plan to stay so yeah, it just made sense for for him to build his career yeah, in London. Because there was a time when I looked at kind of jobs, jobs and yeah. I looked, I even looked at things like studying abroad in yeah. Mexico, but that wasn't compatible with my university. It just didn't quite. It fit. was like a year we very seriously talked about. Yeah, it, it just didn't didn't quite come together. Anyway, yeah. you never know where you'll where you will end up. Anyway, it might be that we have the chance <clears> to from go Brazil. No, <laughs> it might be that we have the chance to go. To another Somewhere. country or in the future anyway. Yeah, but or... at the moment we're focused on me going to England. Yeah. Yeah, so next question. Do you mind when the other one goes out? So out with friends, I think. Yeah, friends. out, yeah. especially university, out kind of clubbing, out Yeah, I mean, we, we don't really or do whatever. <laughs> we don't really do that anymore. We used to maybe more. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's not really been a major point of contention for us no it, it's it's always hard at the start in any relationship be it long distance or not yeah it's a hard thing at the start to to think what he has a life apart from me I, yeah, like I, it's always a bit hard sorry i think you're right it's only as hard when you actually think about it it's probably not that much harder than if you're in a normal relationship like a, a non-long distance relationship yeah. it, like when you actually think about it it's no harder than Someone going out. It isn't. It is in the sense that you can't see them the next day. They don't yeah. have you. They didn't just see you, so they don't yeah. have you in their mind necessarily. Yeah. But so it is a little bit harder, maybe. Yeah. But this brings to a very important long distance relationship point, which is you need to be aware and realize that the other person needs to have a life apart from you in their own place and needs to make friends in their own city. So I think that that's very important yeah and actually it's something that we haven't mentioned yet that's that's um that is a factor in answering this question which is that there's actually six hour time difference between um london and mexico so it can be a little bit confusing when if if natalia goes out late i'm sort of waking up yeah. in the morning the next day as Natalia comes back and it can be a bit confusing so that's maybe something that's a bit difficult and that, is, that brings me to a bit of a tip if you're in a situation with a long hour time difference it's whenever if I, when I come back and Fraser's is already awake we always call each other on the phone when I come back from a night out 
like we'll call each other and be like, hey, yeah, it went well, and sort of catch up a little bit. And when Fraser comes back and I'm about to go to sleep, Hugh calls me as well. We always have a bit of a chat after going out, I guess. Yeah, just you don't have to do that, but no, it's nice. Just keep the other person informed broadly of yeah. how's all going. And it, that's also something... Sorry, that's all, sorry about the rain. You can probably hear yeah, the rain. There's thunder, rain, everything. It's not been the best weather the last few days of Mexico, sadly. Yeah. Anyway, what happens with long-distance relationships is that usually, well, what we used to do, and I think what was good to do, we keep each other constantly updated, like, oh, I'm at uni, and, oh, yeah, my class was fine, and so keep each other updated, and sometimes when you're out with friends, you don't do that because, well, you're with your friends. Yeah. Try and sort of, whenever you get up to go to a toilet, or whenever you have, like, a second, just be like, hey, it's going well. Because the other person is used to you sending texts, so it can be a bit anxiety-inducing to not have them. Yeah, I guess it depends on what you normally... Do, Your yeah. routine is, but yeah, you've got to just, I guess, be... Present. Considerate and present. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, we don't really... We've got used to it. Like, it doesn't really... Whenever Fraser goes out with his friends, or I go out with my friends, it's not... It's not really even a point of conversation. It's just like, oh, have fun. <laughs> so, like, it's just sort of... Yeah. So it's you not get, really... You get used to these things pretty fast. Yeah, exactly. Well. So another question is, did you ever think of an open relationship? Would that be better? I think people think about this because people are always like, oh, long-distance relationships don't work because we need the physical attention from someone. Yeah, and, yeah, I guess that that's true for some people. Me and Fraser have never really felt like that. And we did talk about it when we talked about what we were going to do way back when, four years ago. And we decided it wasn't for us. Yeah, I think that was kind of... It wasn't like a long It wasn't a long process. thought, yeah. yeah. Um, but you know... I think you know people who have done, done yeah. that. Yeah, I know, I know people who have in a long-distance relationship, had an open relationship. I've been very happy, and it's been fine, but it just wasn't for us, and I I don't think we ever really think no. about it. I've never thought, like, oh, I wish I had an open relationship. Like, that's never been a thought. So I think it, it depends. If, it's, if you're the type of person that would have an open relationship in person, like, even if you yeah. weren't in a long-distance relationship... That probably just works for you. Yeah, I hadn't thought of it like that, but that's right. That, yeah, that, that's what it is, right? It wouldn't. It would if if that's what you want. Yeah. You, or you're happy with in general, then. Yeah. Probably. Otherwise, it's probably going to be quite hard. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're both pretty monogamous, I think. <laughs> so yeah, it, it, we think that if it works for you, great. But it just wasn't for us, really. Another sort of big question is: Is it healthy to be in a long distance relationship? Because it takes a lot of. I don't know, like psychological I think Yeah, I think it takes a lot of... It can take a lot of energy, but then seeing people in person <laughs> takes a lot of energy yeah. as well. I think it takes maybe more discipline, and that can be pretty It pretty does tiring. take more discipline, yeah. It takes a lot of commitment. It takes a lot of... I know I want to be with this person. You can't just sort of be willy-nilly in a long-distance relationship. Like yeah. You have to know that it's a commitment. Mm. And that's something that we had clear from the start, and I think every long-distance relationship should have clear from the start. Are you committed to actually doing this? Because we knew it was going to be at least four years, and we thought, yes, like, we're, committed. we're committed. So is it healthy? It's just as healthy as any relationship. It depends on how it's dealt with. Like If yeah. Fraser 
didn't let me go out or I didn't let him go out, that would not be healthy. But it kind of, it wouldn't be in a non-long distance relationship either. Like, it's all the same. Yeah. So, yeah, it can be healthy and it can be unhealthy just as any relationship. I like to think ours is healthy. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, we thought we would just maybe sum up or put together what are some tips to make it work the main tips yeah we're asked about that I suppose is the main thing like how how do you do it so yeah I think it's it's more and more common every day that there's long distance relationships especially I don't know how you feel about this in Mexico but in London there's so many people who have either met someone in London like we did but who's just is kind of going back back home or whatever going somewhere else to work or who have come from another country to London mm. but still have a partner. I, I don't know, I just feel like it's really, really common in London. Yeah, what I, what I think happens in... What I've seen in Mexico is people have partners that they met when they were away in another country. Yeah. And started going out. So I think it's more common because now it's, it's easier. You've got Skype, you've got Zoom, you've got FaceTime, you've got WhatsApp... Facebook, Insta, you've got so much that it's easier to be in a long-distance relationship. I, I haven't found it particularly hard, to yeah. be honest. So that's our, actually kind of relates to our first tip, which you've already mentioned, but it's about communication. So keeping up with each other as much as possible. Mm. But just to add, add to what we've already said, having multiple ways to communicate. So we, we obviously sort of WhatsApp and we speak face-to-face on a video call then we also also to to do things like tag each other in tweets or on instagram or whatever you kind of like to to do um send each other videos from Mm. time to time voice voice notes that's that's a good one yeah um for sure so definitely kind of keeping yeah i don't know sometimes i haven't spoken to phrase in the last two hours and he tags me on something on facebook i'm like oh it's nice he's thinking about me He's just doing little nods like that, yeah. or a quick sort of miss you message, even if you're really busy at work. Like keep, keep in touch, and also don't be, don't resist to changes in communication. Like me and Fraser used to when we started, because of the six hour time difference, he would go to bed, and then I would have my whole evening, and I wouldn't text him at all, and he wouldn't text me his morning at all. Like that's how it used to be, and then we sort of started doing it more and more, and I would keep each other up to date so when he wakes up he has voice notes from me from what I did and stuff mm. and that changed that you didn't used to be like that but yes. it molds communication yeah. into your relationship and ha- sure. what works for you so yeah next thing we put down was having a plan we kind of already discussed that but yeah super super important to have yeah goals and be on this be on the same page I guess about yeah more broadly that. into every long distance be on the same yeah. page yeah and know what what's going to happen after. Because you could very well last three, four years with someone. But if you have no plans, eventually it's going to be like, right, so what are we doing? Yeah. So, yeah. Also, building your own life in your own city or your own town or wherever you are, having other things to focus on that is in your relationship is very important because it makes you miss them more. Whereas if you have other friends, if you have other plans, other things to do, it makes it just a lot easier and also is healthier, I yeah, think. Yeah, I think hopefully it'll come naturally anyway. Yeah. Because if you've got work or you've got studies, that's like a lot of your time. And then a few other kind of hobbies or things to, to kind of go around that is, is good. Yeah. The next thing is trust. So that kind of links back to 
communication going out and communication and stuff like that so yeah, yeah. trust is probably the main thing in a long distance relationship if you don't trust yeah. them it's not going to work because you 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 can't possibly know what they're doing all the time because in a long distance relationship it could be like oh yeah i'm going to uni and they could very well not be but you need to <laughs> like that's why trust is so important for I sure think. Because otherwise there's no way to know anything. So I think completely trusting that person and trusting their decision-making and knowing that whatever they do is going to be for their own good and your own good, I just think is very, very important. Another one is spontaneity. So whether that's doing different things when you're together, doing Mm. different things when you're talking every day or watching shows together or stuff like that. Just having fun while you chant, I yeah, guess. Yeah, like, and sing songs like. <laughs> <laughs> and give, giving gifts as well, kind of links to that. Yeah. So, either just like buying each other things, sending sending them, mm-hmm. um, or making things. You're already good at kind of making, like yeah. nice nice things for me. Making cards. Yeah, like, like one time I made Fraser for I think was it for your birthday or anniversary? I can't remember. I can't remember. But I made him an online rally. So like a treasure hunt. Yeah. And it had things like on my Instagram and a really old photo I put a clue and I just put little clues on all my social media and on the internet and he had to find them in order to find his present. Like little things like that are always fun. Yeah. For when sure. you're in long distance. It doesn't need to be something physical mm. necessarily. Yeah. And going back to spontaneity very quickly, obviously that also sounds a lot like, oh, visit each other by surprise. If you can do that, that's lovely. Me and Fraser find it a bit harder because it takes a lot of planning to have a trip 12 hours away. Yeah, I feel like if you're a train journey away, you yeah, can that's probably, Me and Fraser probably figure that out. have never been able to do that. Yeah, it's not, not been something that we can really work is, out. Yeah, is it takes so much planning to do a trip mm. that we like to do it together. Yeah. But yeah. Writing things together, so having a little logbook or even like a personal blog where you write things. We have a little book of Q&As and it's a question every day and we just fill it in together. Yeah, that's nice. Um, yeah, we tried, we, we've kind of done blogs and stuff, that's yeah. been pretty fun. But having projects to kind of work on together, I guess, links to Like that. this, like yeah, a podcast. Yeah, exactly, whether it's a podcast or written <laughs> stuff or... Hmm, I'm trying to think about what's something that's not a clothing kind of, brand. Yeah, something that's not <laughs> something that's. It doesn't have to be kind of like a media, no, or creative thing. It could be like a a, pro, like a project or something mm. like that. I don't know. Something um, to to talk about whenever you catch up. I yeah, think it's nice. Yeah, definitely. Also, something letting each other in on work lives and stresses. Sometimes in a long distance relationship, you might feel like. Whenever you chat, you chat about happy things because you only have an hour to chat every day or two hours to chat every day. But I think one of the most important things is letting each other in. And if you're stressed at work, like talk about it and let them give you advice. And mm. it's it's such a good way to connect, even if you're really far away, when you talk about things like that, I think. Yeah. Like we've never really kept each other out from that because it's... Yeah, it's important to both of us and... Yeah. Hence, we share it with each other. Yeah. And I think you give me good advice as well. Oh, thanks. <laughs> so, yeah, the final tip that we had is just talk about the future. So having a plan, being focused on it, and actually discussing like what that's going to look like and yeah. thinking about how it's going to be when Natalia comes to London, mm. what we can do 
in the meantime to enjoy the time and to plan ahead for that. It's definitely yeah. a kind of a thing that's been good good for us. We've always done, even three years ago, we'd go to a homeware shop and be like, oh, we should get that for a flat in three years. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's just always been making, there. Just being fun about it as well. Yeah, and it keeps you going as well because you know you're working towards something. I mean, it's not like... It doesn't feel like work, the relationship. <laughs> it shouldn't feel like work, but it is so... Sort of, okay, this long-distance thing is temporary. Yes. So, yeah. So, that is is pretty much it in terms of our top tips. We've answered some common questions as well. Yeah. Um, if you have any more, let us know. Yes, maybe we can figure out how to tackle those. In a part two. Yes, or in a future episode. Yeah. Or maybe next time we're kind of on holiday on the yeah. next trip we can can do a kind of catch-up episode on that theme yeah in terms of kind of episodes coming up we actually have i'm in mexico next week as well so we're probably going to do something broadly kind of mexico uk UK themed as well yeah we got an idea from one of our friends so we might be doing that. But any questions, Mexico, UK as well, just send them over. Anything you want. Thanks to people who write to us. So we appreciate it very, very much. So thank you. Yes. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at underscore Natalia Alvin. And I'm at Fraser D. Bell. And you can send us an email at thedistancearispodcast at gmail.com. Perfect. Brilliant. So speak to you next week. Bye. Bye.